Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newloveality is worth hearing. Father, we bless you this morning. I lift you up and adore you. Thank you for the power of your word. I pray that your word will revolutionize and change somebody today. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Take your seat. Take your seat. Amen. I want to take this opportunity. I want to take this opportunity to welcome all our international audiences from around the world, in particularly from the United States of America. Amen. Um, our church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra, amen. I know that this morning, most of you are up watching, five hours difference, amen. Most of you are up watching. I'm excited to have you this morning to be part of our service and all my partners and all those who follow me from around the world, amen, uh, from Europe all the way to Australia, to New Zealand, to South America, to the Caribbean, Jamaica, Barbados, and all that. Uh, the island of Bermuda, all my family in the island of Bermuda, I am so happy you are watching this morning. I trust God that the word of the Lord coming to you is about to change your life. You are welcome. I want you to know I love you and I thank God for you and I believe that your life will never be the same in Jesus' name. Let's give our international audience a mighty clap offering. A lot of people are watching. So many people are watching from around the world. Come on, say amen. amen. I'm not here, say amen. amen. Okay, so this morning, now, my assignment this month is to make you understand what the blessing of God is. I want to go as much as I can in the next four weeks on Sunday morning, giving you an understanding of what the blessing of God is. And what the blessing of God is not. Can I have amen? Are you here with me? Yes. It's like you are sleeping this morning. No. Say amen. Amen. I'm not here. Say amen. Amen. Number one, let's go to Psalm 3, verse number 8. Psalm 3, verse number 8. It says, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. So you know what I'm going to do? I want you to stand up. Put your hands on your head and shout, the blessing is over my life. The blessing is over my life. I'm not hearing you. Come on, say it again. Say, the blessing. The blessing. I'm not hearing you. Say, the blessing. The blessing. I'm not hearing Say, the blessing. The blessing. Is over my life. It's over my life. Say it again. Say, the blessing. The blessing. Is over my life. It's over my life. Say it again. Say, the blessing. The blessing. Is over my life. It's over my life. Shout amen. 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 Take your seat. The blessing is over your life. The blessing is upon you, the blessing is upon you, the blessing is upon you, amen. That blessing upon you must be activated. There have to be an activation. Uh, you're going to hear me talk a lot about this part. You must activate, there have to be an activation of the blessing of God over your life. Otherwise, you will have the blessing over your life and it will never be activated. You are blessed, but there is no manifestations. Say amen. Amen. I'm not hearing you. Say amen. Amen. The blessing of the Lord is a spiritual force. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3. Ephesians number one, I want you to understand me so I'll be giving you a whole lot of scriptures. Every point I am making will come with a scripture because I want you to understand. When you understand, when we spoke about revelation, until a message or a word or a scripture or a knowledge becomes a revelation in your heart, 
you can never follow it. When something becomes a revelation, it, it changes your life. We don't live by knowledge. Knowledge appeals to our conscience or knowledge allows us to think, but revelation changes us. You need to have revelation of God and what the blessing of God is. The blessing of God makes you irresistible. The blessing of God makes people envious of you. The blessing of God makes people crazy about you because a blessing cannot be explained. You can't explain. The blessing of God is very mysterious. The blessing of God doesn't allow you to be a beggar. You can never be a beggar as long as the blessing of God is upon your life and I decree over your life that you shall never be a beggar. Amen. Oh, I'm not here. I say you shall never be a beggar. Amen. I'm not I say you shall never be a beggar. Amen. I'm not hearing you. You will never be a beggar. Amen. My God, you will never be a beggar. Amen. You will never be poor. Amen. You will never die before your time. Amen. Your enemies will never rule over over you, Amen. you shall rule over your enemies Jesus. in the name of Jesus, Amen. the Son of the Living God. Amen. The blessing of God will set you up on high. Amen. The blessing of God will lift you up. You shall be the head, and you shall never be the tail. Amen. You shall be above, and you shall never be beneath. Amen. This morning, I stand here and I invoke the blessing of Jehovah over Amen. your life. Come on here, somebody. Am I Amen. talking to a believer yes. here? I invoke the blessing. Jesus of Jehovah God over your life. Amen. You will never be the same. Amen. I see things opening up for you. Jesus. Streams of income coming your way. Amen. In the name of Jesus, the son of the living God. Everything you touch shall come back to life. Jesus. Nothing will die in your hands. Jesus. No business will die in your hands. Jesus. No life will die in your hands. Jesus. I decree by the word of the Lord, everything in your hands will never die, but it shall come back to life. Amen. Am I talking to a believer here? Yes. Lift up your hand and shout, yeah. Yeah. He said, blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Blessings are always in the spirit. So the blessing is upon you and yet there is nothing showing yet. But it is just a matter of time. Can I have amen? Amen. He has blessed us. I am already blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. I'm just waiting for manifestation and it shall manifest. Yes. I'm, I'm not, I say it shall manifest. Amen. I want to say to somebody hearing me today, the blessing shall manifest in your life. Amen. I'm not here. I say the blessing shall manifest in your life. Amen. Come on, shout amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. This is going to be the foundation of this message. It's going to be the foundation of this message. This is the foundation. Now, watch it. The Bible said, the blessing of the Lord, it, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he add no sorrow to it. So therefore, we can say that the blessing of the Lord is not the riches. The blessing of the Lord it's not a house. It's not your car. It's not your business. The blessing will manifest because you can have all those things and yet you are disconnected from the blessing of God. And I know people in Accra here, a few years ago, they have 10 houses in Accra, 10 houses. One is blue, one is yellow, one is gold, one is white, one is green, one is dark. They have about 30 cars. And fast forward, in two years time, they have lost everything. And now they are fighting for their life not to go to jail. That's not a blessing. You are going to be crazy when you think that the blessing is stuff. The reason why we are at 
attached to things. You are attached to physical things. You are attached to a house. You are attached to a car. You are attached to, you know, stuff. Because those things are the things that you deem as blessing. But those things are not the blessing. Those are manifestations. Now watch it again. The blessing of the Lord, it. So I want you to take the word it out of the scriptures and look at it very well. Because the it is the blessing. The it is the blessing. And then the Bible says that that it maketh rich. And then it doesn't add sorrow. Which means that when the blessing is upon my life, it is just a matter of time. Now let me say this. You can never ever read the scriptures and isolate blessing. When you take the word blessing out of the Bible, the Bible will cease to be a Bible. The Old Testament is a testament of blessings, prosperity, and increase. The New Testament is a testament of redemption. The reason why the New Testament was necessary because the Old Testament did not bring us to God as sons. But the Old Testament connected us to God by covenant through servanthood. But the new covenant connect us to God as sons. And so the Bible says that the spirit of God now dwell in us that Christ Abba Father, the spirit himself, bearing witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. Come on, say amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. So the blessing of God. Now watch this. When you read, you start the word of God. God creates man. Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. Let him have dominion, all that. The Bible says, and God blessed man. God created man, and he blessed man, and he said. Now, watch this, watch this. In the beginning, the blood was not needed. Why? Because man have not sinned. There was no need for an anointing because there was no yoke to destroy but man in his original state can never live without the blessing of God. Man without fatigue, man without sickness, man without pain could not live without the blessing of God. So the first thing God did when he created man was to bless man. He blessed him and said, I want you to be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth and have power over the earth. Now, so you realize that you, you as an individual, you, are, you cannot live without the blessing of God. I want to impress this in your spirit. Now, now watch me. It is better for me to be a janitor. Know who a janitor is? You know who a janitor is? Okay. A janitor is a cleaner. Somebody who cleans the bathrooms. Okay, it's better for me to be a janitor with a blessing than to be a doctor without a blessing. Hear me? It's better for me to be a janitor carrying a blessing than to be a doctor without a blessing. Yet, it is better for me to be a doctor with a blessing than to be a janitor with a blessing. Hear me? The blessing is not stuff. So, if I take things as the blessing, then I get attached to those things. Now, those things control me because I take those things as a blessing. My watch is a blessing, okay? I get attached to the watch. Why? Because this is what makes me who I am. But this is not what makes me who I am. Who I am is not the watch. Who I am is who God has made me. Are you hearing me? So, you see, Michael, come. Michael, come and take it. You see, I can let go this watch very easily. I can let it take it. See, I can let it go very easily because I am not controlled by things. What is the blessing? No, 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 don't clap. No, I'm just starting the message. 
Now, let us define what the blessing is because we are saying that the blessing of the Lord it. So, what is the it? If you don't understand this, you'll be running after one prophet from one prophet after another prophet after another prophet after another prophet. They will tell you everything and your life will remain the same. Me, Bishop Alote, let me tell you, I'm here to tell you the truth. I am more interested in your life than what you have. Put my definition of the blessing on the screen. You can screenshot it. This is my personal definition of the blessing. The blessing is very mysterious. Number one, the blessing is very mysterious. So the blessing can be upon somebody and the person has nothing. But when you look at the person, say, ah, mommy, wait. This something is upon the person that you can't explain. It's very mysterious. Are you, are you following me so far? Now, number two, the blessing is what I call spiritual momentum. If you did a little bit of fixes, we tell us that spiritual momentum or momentum is a force. It's a, it's a moving force like a car. When a car is coming, it's a force. So the blessing is a force. It's a spiritual force. Now, so what is this spiritual force? What is this spiritual force? Give me, the, give me the definition. Put it on the screen if you can. Now, so a, a, a spiritual momentum, which is the blessing, is an irresistible force. This, the eight, I'm trying to explain to you. Lord, Lord, open their understanding. It's a spiritual momentum. A spiritual, the blessing is a spiritual momentum. A spiritual momentum is an irresistible force. That is released into the earth realm as a result of obedience, man's obedience, which attracts an ever-increasing participation of both spiritual and natural assistance to overcome obstacles and to accomplish the will of God in the earth realm. That's what the blessing is. It's an irresistible force that comes upon you as a result of your obedience that attracts both natural and spiritual forces. So angels eh, and human beings are being attracted to come to help you to overcome obstacles in the earth realm and to have enough and more than enough to accomplish your mission on earth. So the blessing makes life easier for you because the blessing brings spiritual forces to your aid to help you. That blessing brings people your way. Now, I don't know why I am doing this for you, but I feel like I should just help you. That's what we call a blessing. It's, it's, a, it's a momentum, it's a force that comes upon you that forces people to help you even when they don't want to. Give God a better clap offering. Okay? I don't want you to forget this definition. You have to pay attention to this definition. Let this definition enter into your spirit. Okay? I want you to get this. It's, a, it's an irresistible force released from heaven as a result of man's obedience. He said, where do you get this from? This is a revelation that God gave me. Because I've been asking myself, if the blessing is not stuff, then what is it? Ooh. Are you following me? Are you following me? I want, if you even get this definition right, and I close the service, it's okay. I want you to get this. The blessing is not things. It's not your bag. You see, if you don't understand this, then some will go and buy a Louis Vuitton a China bag and hang it on their neck because to them, that bag is what makes them who they are. The blessing defines me, not things. My house doesn't define me. My car doesn't define me. My cars doesn't define me. My work doesn't define me. What defines me is the blessing of God over my life. If you understand what I'm teaching you today, this is the secret of my life. I'm trying to, I'm trying to unlock certain 
truths. Are you hearing me? Okay, let's all stand on our feet. Let's stand together. Let's be, we call it upstanding. Okay, say after me. The blessing is a spiritual momentum. The blessing is a spiritual I'm momentum. I'm not here. Say the blessing is a spiritual momentum. The blessing is a spiritual momentum. I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. Say the blessing, the blessing. is a spiritual momentum. A spiritual momentum, a spiritual momentum is an irresistible force that is released into the earth realm as a result of my obedience which attracts an ever-increasing participation of both spiritual and natural assistance to overcome obstacles and to accomplish the will of God on earth. Take your seat. Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7. Verse number 6 and 7. Are you following me so far? Are you following me? Okay. Now, now, watch it. But he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham. Now, last, I think two, three weeks ago, I was speaking about tithe. I'm not going to talk about tithe. Maybe another time. But I want you to understand that this scripture have to deal with tithe. And he's saying that the one whose descent is not counted from among them, he was talking about Melchizedek. The Melchizedek was a priest of God that came from heaven to receive tithes. And I told you that your tithe is not for the church. The tithe is not to do God's work. The tithe is God's portion in your inheritance. Because when they were paying tithe, there was no church. There was no pastor to pay. It's not for church. It's not to pay anything in church. Your tithe is God's portion. In, uh, God's portion in your inheritance. So when you take the tithe, God takes everything, including what he gave you, out of your hands. Now watch this. The Bible said, but, who, but he whose descent is not counted from among them received tithes of Abraham and bless him that have the promises. So guess what? I have the promise, but I don't have the blessing. Let me stay here a little bit. I have the promise. So you get up in the morning. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am on top. I am so, so, and so. You are just confessing the promises. But what Activate the promise is the blessing. So I can be just talking about the promises. But without the blessing, the promises will remain a promise. Okay, so watch this. I promise you my sunglasses. Okay? I promise you my sunglasses. As long as these sunglasses in, is still in my hands, it's just a promise. And you can die and be buried without receiving this. You are not hearing me. You will sing about it. You will dance about it. You will jump about it. You will dance. You will scream. You will go to all night about it. You will do everything about it. The only problem is that the promise is still in my hands. You are rejoicing about something I promised to give you, but you don't have it. Okay. So there is a, a baby. Where is the baby? Who, who wants my sunglasses? Where is the baby? Where is that baby? Where is the baby? I think the lady that sang. Sunday school, bring, bring her for me. So, so the girl is fascinated about my sunglasses, okay? And I promise I'm going to give her one. So I'm going to give her the sunglasses. Now, what am I trying to say is that as long as I have the promise in my hands, she can dream about it. She can dream seeing herself in the sunglasses. The only problem is that it's not manifesting yet. Now, I'm trying to show you that the blessing, that spiritual momentum upon your life is what activates the blessing. So Abraham had the promise, but he didn't have the blessing. Yeah. Are you getting this? Yeah. You go to church, you be a pastor, you struggle, you struggle, you fast. You, my daughter, come, come. You want my sunglasses? I promise to give you one. Come and take Put it on, let me see if it will fit you. Can you imagine? Give God a clap offering. Are you happy? 
Are you happy? Why are you happy? Because, because you did what? Because I gave you what you, I promise you. Thank you. So guess what? The reason why you are always angry at God because God has promised a lot but nothing has happened. Give God a clap of you. You are going to let me stop preaching and go home. Are you understanding it? And so you are angry at the pastor. You are angry at the church. You are angry at God because God has promised you a lot. A prophet has prophesied over you. People have spoken over you. You have had a lot of revelation. You are, Father, I thank you, but nothing is happening. You know why? Because the promise is yet to be activated by the blessing. May the promise be activated in your life. Amen. Oh, I'm not hearing you, child of God. May the promise be activated in your life. Amen. I'm not here. Lift up your voice and shout a big amen. Amen. I'm not here. Come on, lift up your voice and shout a big amen. Amen. I'm not here. Lift up your voice and shout a big amen. Amen. May the promise be activated. When you read the Bible, Oh my God, always talking about the blessing. Psalm 112, blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be. I want you to watch this. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Now watch this. He said, Wealth and riches shall be. When you read the, the, the King James Version, you're going to realize that the word shall be is in italics. You know what italics is? Italics means that they put the words there, shall be there, so that the scripture can make sense. Why? Because the Bible says that wealth and riches is in your house, but you have nothing. Are, are you getting this? So he put there shall be there to give you some hope that if nothing is in your life, it will come. So the, the translated of the, the translators of the Bible put the shall be there, but it's not there. You can check it in your King James Version. So this scripture reads like this. Word and riches is in his house. That means that when the blessing is over your life, Wealth and riches are already there. It is waiting for manifestation. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stand, stand with me. Go to five people. Five means grace. And tell that person, wealth and riches are already in my house. And manifestation will take place. are in place. Kevin, Harriet, you are welcome. Where is Harriet? God bless you, you are welcome. Give them a clap of you. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash gift to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. Are you understanding? I, 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 I just, I, I'm not going to run through this message. I, I want you to understand. You see, you see, I had, I had nothing. I was a nobody. Mama Naomi's mother was forcing the father to agree me, agree for me to marry her. And yet I had nothing. My family believed that I would never, I mean, I had nothing. 
So we are going to go and do in, uh, uh, engagement. And no family member was with me because nobody believed that nothing would come out of me. But the mother, the mother, the mo I don't know what she saw, but she saw, she told the father, he said, this man, he said, let allow our son to marry, our daughter to marry this man. The, the, I had nothing but the blessing was upon my life and what I'm trying to say to you that you may not have anything that there is no physical thing you, are, you don't have a Rolls Royce you don't have a big house you don't have a big car but the blessing is over your life and it's just a matter of time yes. I prophesy over somebody that it's just a matter of time yes, I come on lift up your hand and shout a big amen New York. New York is the capital of the world. New York is the capital of the whole world. My car will stop on the highway. I'll be changing the engines. My mind was corrupted, unrenewed mind, controlled by a mindset of a poor person. I struggled. I wore one shoe for one year on the streets of New York. I had nothing. We live in a one bedroom on 21 Baker Avenue in the Bronx. Me and my wife and my two children. When I have gas, I couldn't put them in a hotel because I don't have the money to pay for the hotel. Fast forward, fast forward. In the city of New York, where people come and run away. When people come three months, they run away from New York. Fast forward and look at what God has done in my life in the city of New York. Come on, give God a clap offering. Why? Because it is just a matter of time. Yes. Just a matter of time. If you don't understand what I'm teaching you, then you'll be controlled by things. And stuff, your house. What makes you who you are is your house. If we, they take the house from you, you are nobody. What, what makes you somebody is your car. If the, you lose the car, you are nobody. What makes you who you are is the bag you are holding. Bag in Ukraine, Papa. Are you hearing me? So we are talking. I need you to understand. One of the first things you need to do is to have your mind renewed about who you are. And what God can do in your life. And start running after God. Hear me again. I keep on telling you. And I told those of you who came yesterday. I was sharing with you. That if generational curses can stop people. I'll be the first one. I'll be the first one. Because from my house. From my family house in Koforidua. The other day I told you when my mother was here. When you are, they are coming to engage a woman. Eh, they use the skull of a human being to pour libation. That's called, so you can imagine how many people have been killed in my family for sacrifice. When the blessing is over your life, no curse survives. Oh my God. Come on, give God a clap offering here. Yeah. The blessing of God cancels every curse out of your life. Oh my God. They said, nobody marries in our family. It's a lie. My daughters, back to back, in the pandemic, they all got married. Have a fantastic wedding. People travel from around the world to come and celebrate my family and my daughters. Why? Because there is no generational curse that can stop me and my children from becoming who God has made us to be. I declare over somebody here, in the name of Jesus, there is no demon from your house. There is no demon from your house. Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said there is no demon from your house that can stop you from becoming somebody. Jesus. Now watch this. Watch this. Give me the scripture, the Hebrew scripture. I, I will take my time because I need you to understand this. I'll be teaching this for four weeks. I am blessed beyond a curse. 
Give God a clap offering. See the watch I gave her? I gave him. I want you to go online after service and find out how much it costs. Those, the watch doesn't control me. The watch doesn't define me. The sunglasses is $180. I didn't even give it to an adult. An adult. I gave it to a child who requested for it. That telling you that those things doesn't define me. Come on, give God a clap of it. Trying to show you something. Trying to show you something. I'm trying. If I have slippers right now, I'll remove my shoes and give it to somebody. Because my shoes doesn't define me. I, am I talking to somebody here? Now, when you don't understand the blessing of God, then you brag about things. You brag about the house. You brag about furniture. You brag about the car. You be, uh, Because it is those things that makes you who you are. But I come to tell you, it is not things that make you who you are. It is the, the blessing, blessing of God oh resting God. over your life. Come on, shout the big amen. I, I want you from today, when you get up in the morning, you see, we used to sing a song in Bible school many years ago. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning and I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Oh, every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, when I lay my head to rest, I am blessed. I am blessed. Let's all sing together. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. 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 Every day. Hey, 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 hey. In the morning, I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, I love it. I love it. I love it. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Come on, one more time. Amen. You cannot kill me. You can't destroy me. 
You cannot stop me. You cannot resist me. You cannot impede my progress. You can never take what God has given to me. You can never rob me. My God, no witch, no wizard, no principality, no power. My God, am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? Can we stand the power of the blessing of Jehovah over my life? I declare it's just a matter of time. I told you very soon when you don't come to church early, you will not have a place to put your car because cars will be parked all over the place. Yes. Come on, shout amen. amen. Now watch this. Give me the scripture. Two songs that moved me. That one, I'm blessed. And then, my hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. Anything I touch surely must be blessed. Anything I do surely must be blessed. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. With the blessings of the Lord. With the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed. Wait, wait. You know why why some of you cannot sing? Because some prophet told you that there is a curse in your hands. That's why you cannot sing. That's why you cannot sing. Some prophet told you you were a cursed man. You were a cursed woman. I came to reverse the curse of your life. My God, am I talking to a believer here? My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. Anything I do, surely must be blessed. Anything I do, surely My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. Come on, one more time. Let's sing it. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. My hands are blessed with the blessings of the Lord. Your hand and said, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm not here. I say, lift it again. Shout, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I see manifestations happening in your life. Amen. Come on, shout it. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I say, I see manifestations happening in your life. Amen. I see manifestations. I see activation of the blessing of God over your life. I decree by the word of the Lord, Magadaya. I command the blessing of God upon your life. In the name of Jesus, shout amen. Amen. Give me the scripture. He blessed him that had the promises. Verse number seven. Now watch this. Verse number seven. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed by the better. The less, you are the less. The less need a blessing. The better in this scripture was Melchizedek that came to confer the blessing upon Abraham. But the Bible says he first brought his tithe. When Melchizedek received the tithe from Abraham, then he pronounced the blessing to activate the promise because the promise in Genesis chapter 12 he said I will bless you I will make your name great you shall be a blessing I will bless them that bless you I will curse them that curse you but that was just a promise in the blessing until Abraham started initiating the promises watch this God's love how many people love God unconditional, But God's blessings are conditional. I, I say it all the time. If you just believe God, it's nothing. Your belief means nothing. Because even Satan and devils believe in God and they tremble. I believe that Satan even loves God. But he can't activate that love in doing anything. He's fascinated about the handiwork of God. Satan is fascinated about the way God works. Every blessing has a promise, okay, attached to it. 
Now, I need to understand the promises in the word of God in order to activate the blessing because if I'm just singing it and shouting it without the principles attached to it, guess what? Nothing will happen in my life. And year after year, this is when most of us, and you know, I'm a prophet. I prophesy too. I have sons who are prophets. One of them is Prophet Ejako. I believe in his ministry. I believe in prophets. But most of us has been deceived by these prophets. Let me tell you something. Very simple fact and very simple truth. Your decisions has brought you where you are. It's not your prayer. Your decisions. You are a sum total of the decisions you made yesterday. The decisions you are making right now is framing your future. It's not, how, it's not the Atria mountains you go to pray. For your prayer to be effective, make sure that your decision is in line with God's word. That's a punch there. Let me say it again. For your prayer to be effective, make sure that your decision making is in line with God's word. Let me tell you something about, I'll just give you one, and then I'll give you the first thing that a blessed man manifests. Let's go to Numbers 23. Are you here with me? No, I'm not. Are you here with me? I'm not, I'm not hearing you. Are you here with me? I'm, I'm not here. Are you here with me? I'm not hearing you. Are you here with me? Come on, shout a big amen. Let's come to verse 20, 23, verse 20. Okay? So, look at it. He says that, behold, I have received commandment to bless. That is when Balaam, the first prophet, has been called by Balak to come and test the children of Israel. And I understand. I want you to hear me. Get Get this. Hear me. The only way you don't have enemies is when you are nobody. Are you hearing me? Me, I have a whole lot of enemies, but they can't stand me. I'm not, I said they can't stand me. Why? Because greater is he that is in you than all your enemies put together. Come on, shout hallelujah. He was minding his business. They were minding their business. Balaam goes out there Balak and call Balaam to come and curse the children of Israel. Because when you are blessed, you're, one of the things about blessing I will talk about, blessing irritates people. It irritates them. Me, I irritate people. I irritate them. That's when they start saying all kinds of things about you. Officer Nunkwana. Officer, or no, officer, officer, no, officer, you know, and they start, and then, and then the blessing makes people avoid you. Sometimes the reason why people don't want to meet you is because your blessing makes them angry. When God blesses you, you must attract enemies. New York, people will, you know, will, we are coming to the office in the morning, and, and then uh, in front of my office. You see somebody, you know, they, 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 they kill a fowl. Eh? And then they come and pour the blood of the fowl in front of our office and leave the blood there. What, what, what would that do? I, I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. Come on, say amen. I, I'm, not, I say, I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. I just get there, I, I superimpose the blood of Jesus over that blood. And I walk through it and I tell all my workers, come on, let's go up. Come on, put your hands together. You can be asleep and somebody is chanting on you. You are asleep. You are minding your business and your blessing is irritating somebody that they are consulting all kinds of forces to work against your, your interests. But guess what? This is what happened to the children of Israel. And they bring Balaam to come and curse them. And the Bible said, this is what the Bible said. Balaam lifted up his voice. And he said, behold, I have received commandment. You asked me to come and curse them. But God has commanded me to bless them. Because, because they are blessed. And I can never reverse it. Come on, say amen. The blessing over your life can never be reversed. Oh, do I have a believer in the house? Come on, do I have a believer in the house? Yes. Come on, put out your hand on your head and shout yes. Yes. I'm not shouting again. Say yeah. Yeah. The blessing cannot be reversed. 
let's look at Jesus' definition of what the blessing is. Then, if I have time, I'll start talking about the eight. I have about eight reasons for the eight. So let's look at Jesus' own definition. Luke chapter 16. See, when you come to living faith, you learn. You learn scriptures. Luke chapter 16. Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on. Uh, come on. Are you with me? Yes. I'm not here. Are you here with me? Yes. I'm not hearing your voice. So are you here with me? Yes. Come on, shout yes. Come on, yes. shout yes. Yes. Come on, shout yes. Come yes. on. Come on, shout yes. Yes. Let's go to verse 9. Luke chapter 16. This is one of the scriptures that has impacted my life. I have a few scriptures that has impacted me. Oh, Jesus said, I say unto you, make friends. Make friends of the unrighteous mammon. That when you fail, they, you know, so people that believe that when you, when you have money or when you are blessed financially, you go to hell. Doesn't understand the scripture. Look at the scripture. Jesus is telling them, money is unrighteous. But Jesus said, make friends with it. Nothing is destructive like poverty. Poverty has been the, 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 the root cause of a lot of divorces. Poverty. A lot of humiliation in families. When you are a man and you are poor, your, your, your wife will treat you differently. When you are poor, you have no voice. When you tell your wife to sit down, your wife will stand up. Poverty is destructive. Poverty is madness. Who told you that the, the, poor, the poorer you are, the better you, you are closer to heaven? Give me the verse 10. Now, so Jesus is saying to them, I want you to watch this. He said, anyone who is faithful in the list is also faithful in the match. Jesus is teaching them something that undergird a man's life. If you are not faithful in small things, you can never be faithful in much. The reason why God can trust me with a lot of things because I'm faithful. I've been faithful in small things. If my tithe is 10 Ghana and I can't pay it, how can I pay tithe when it's 100,000 Ghana? Or oh, we'll come to that subject later on. Because I hear Ghana here when people talk about, oh, it's an Old Testament thing. Who told you? Now watch this. He that is unjust in the list is also unjust. So God is not interested in what you do. He's interested in your faithfulness. Now watch this. If, for example, my tithe is one Ghana city, okay? My tithe is one Ghana city. And I gave the one Ghana city. And you, your tithe is 50 Ghana, okay? And you didn't give 50 Ghana, but you gave 20 Ghana. You gave 20 Ghana, okay? God judges me righteous than you who gave more because God is not interested in how much you gave. He's interested in how faithful you are. Are, are you getting me? Let me, small boy, come. Let me bless you with this. This $20. Put it in your pocket. Now watch this. Give me the verse 11. Give me the verse 11. He says, give me the verse 11. He said, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who shall commit into your hands, what? The truth. So now Jesus, now get this and then we'll close. So now Jesus have his own definition about what the blessing is. He calls it the true riches. The blessing is the true riches. Anything that is true is constant, is stable. We say uh, two times two times two times two or two times every number will give you an even number. Is that what, what you say? Is that it? Is that two is true? Two times two times any number will give you an even number. Okay, so so then the number two becomes a constant in your life. 
So what Jesus is saying that the blessing is constant in your life. Anything you do, anything you touch, my, multiplied by the blessing will always increase and quadruple. Exponential growth. Are, are you getting it? That, that's what Jesus calls it the true blessing. The true blessing. In the Old Testament, the true riches. In, the, in, in other places, we call it the blessing. Do you get it? Okay, let me explain something to you. We have truth. We have facts. And we have lies. Everything that is truth is factual. But not every fact which is truth. Man speaks fact. I speak what I see. Because fact is dependent on what I see and what I touch. But truth is not dependent on what I see. It's dependent on the word of God. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. And he said, you can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. So the word of God is the dominant factor. Bakaduma is the dominant factor in my life. The word of God is the even number in my life. Is the constant number. Maga baga. It is the constant number in my life. The blessing is the con So it doesn't matter whether I am a janitor. It doesn't matter whether I am a carpenter. It doesn't matter whether I am a pharmacist. The blessing of God ensures that I can never be broke. Come on, give God a better clap offering than that. Are you, are you understanding what I'm talking about? I need you to get this. The true riches never dissipate. It never gets depleted. It, it multiplies. It gets better. It increases. If we have true riches, then we also have false riches. Hello? I'm not here. Hello? <laughs> have you seen people in Ghana here that a few years ago, they were swimming in money and right now, they can't even... So they were somebody was telling me about a man yesterday. A few years ago, he had two wives. He had money, so he used the money to oppress his wives. You see, when money becomes your God, you use money to oppress people. Now, somebody, he promised to give a store to somebody. Took the money, about $10,000 three years ago, and he has disappeared. So the man said, the, 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 the one who is telling me this, they found his house and they went to his house. And he said, when we got there, he said, Papa, my heart broke. The, the man has uh, some machine in his heart that is helping him to breathe. His two wives have disappeared. They have left. He said, when you see the field that the man is living in, you know that there is no way the man can pay you. Now, this is what we call false riches. I want to tell you, God doesn't give you to take away from you. The Bible says, whatever God doeth shall be forever. Nothing shall be added to it. Nothing shall be taken away. God will never bless you. What will God get for blessing you and taking everything away from you? To do what? When the source of your money is not God, you are going to lose it. That's the reason why sometimes some of the things that you got in the past... With all kinds of fraud. Now when you become born again. And you start embracing the word. You start losing everything. The car breaks down here. The engine breaks down. This one is gone. You know the car, the house is cracks. I mean you are losing everything. Why? Because the source of what you have. Is not God. So Jesus asked the question. Who will commit into your hands the true riches, which is the blessing of God, which is the favor of God, which is the supernatural momentum we spoke about. If you are not, it means that God expects you to do something. Now, so tomorrow, from next week, from next week Sunday, I'm going to give you eight manifestations. When we say the blessing is working in somebody's life, what do you see? Because sometimes the person will have nothing. But there are evidences along the way. God bless you. My name is Bishop Dominicalote. I approve of this message.
God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.